This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. Amen. It's good to be here, and I will start uh, by reading a message from the Archbishop of Canterbury. I'm delighted to have this opportunity to send my greetings to you and to all of those gathered here today for your commissioning as the new CEO of the Church Mission Society. I'm sorry that I am unable to be present for this service of commissioning, but I'm very happy that Bishop Anthony Pogo is representing me on this occasion. And I look forward to being able to meet you on Tuesday, 11th June, 2019 at Lambeth Palace and offering a blessing to you as you take on your new role. The Church Mission Society, which was founded in 1799 as a society for missions to Africa and the East, has gone through many transformations during its 20, 220 years of existence, and in 2008 was acknowledged as a mission community within the Church of England. As you will know, prayer and the religious life is one of my three main priorities and I have been greatly encouraged by the commitments made by the members of the CMS community to aspire to live a lifestyle shaped by mission. You will be joining a unique institution and in bringing your own gifts and experience from your work at the at Resurgio Trust and Tear Fund and your passion for holistic Christian mission. The Church Mission, Church mission Society will, I'm sure, continue to grow and to flourish. It will be exciting to see how the society continues to play a key role in the Anglican Communion and in helping individual disciples of Christ across the world to find freedom to follow God's call in mission. I pray that you will be richly blessed in all that you do for the Church Mission Society and for the world, worldwide church as you are called to serve and to witness to the love of Jesus Christ, the most reverend and right honorable Justin Welby, Archbishop of Canterbury. I think I better give it to you right away. I will now turn to the word of God and you can start the clock. <laughs> It's my pleasure to speak uh, to you this afternoon 
And I'm particularly happy to be here at St. Andrews, which was the church I attended when I was a student here uh, several years ago. I understand that uh, CMS staff have, for 2019, uh, been dwelling on Isaiah 43, 16 to 21. I would like to begin by referring to a few verses uh, from this uh, passage. From what we have read earlier today, we see from verse 16 to 17, God reminds his people how he humiliated the Egyptians when he drowned the powerful Egyptian army in the Sea of Reeds during the first exodus. They must not focus on what he has done in the past, but should instead look up in the present and see how God is doing a new thing. The message is, forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. Do not depend upon your past victories. Start looking forward. CMS has a very rich history of what God has done in the past. This is important. Let us remember that history is his story. However, do not focus on past successes. Do not also focus on past failures. Quit looking for behind. Start looking forward. One African president once said that his party has no reverse gear. He should keep driving forward. Let us learn of what God has done in the past. But also let us focus on the future. Paul in Philippians 3.13b says the same thing. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining forward what is ahead. The reality is that you cannot use previous successes to solve current or new challenges. Current or new challenges must also be tackled in a new way. You need to remember that the world has moved on. New things often make us uncomfortable. However, prayerfully trust God for new possibilities. This includes the small and big ch changes. God is faithful. And God's faithfulness is, is in all aspects, including the minute details, but also in the huge five or ten year strategic plans. The reality is we read in scripture in Hebrews 13.8 that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And so we serve a God who does not change. And God is giving us new things. Pray for wisdom, insight into new ways. And look ahead. The word of God in Proverbs 29 tells us to, to have a vision. That where there is no vision, the people perish. One of the translations I read said something along these lines. With that prophetic vision, people run wild. But blessed are those who follow God's teachings. And one of the things I learned in my, many years ago in my management studies is that change is often messy. It's chaotic, painful, regardless of what leaders do to smoothen the process. For change to be successful, it will require the entire organization to be involved in the process. And so it's important for you as CMS to work together as a team. Mission has changed. Mission has changed in many aspects. There are changes in all aspects of life, social, technological, and religious. The Anglican Church is growing tremendously in the global south compared to its decline in the global north. 
new, new mission opportunities are emerging. Archbishop Justin has, has said repeatedly that a typical Anglican today is a woman in her 30s in sub-Saharan Africa, probably living on less than $4 a day, probably persecuted or in an area of conflict. Furthermore, the European Church is now in need of partnership in order to do mission in its own context. We from Africa, who are recipients of the gospel from Europe, now feel also a responsibility to reciprocate, to share in the mission challenges here in the UK. We need to find ways of ministering to meet, to meet some of these dynamics and changes. I encourage CMS to innovate in mission. Uh, one of the things I read as I was preparing for this talk is something that Bishop Philip Mount Stephen said when he was the exec leader of, of, of CMS. He said that innovation is deeply rooted in the Church Mission Society's history. He added that mission is always innovative and entrepreneurial as we seek to find new ways and opportunities to make the good news known in new places and contexts. And being innovative is scriptural. It follows that when you are given responsibility, you have to seek God's face to lead you into finding ways of doing things in a new and better way. This means being willing to try out different ways of doing things. The important thing is that the good news does not change. However, the packaging should always be innovative. And may he use Alistair in, in your role to bring the, the new, new innovative ways of doing things in a better way to reach your potential to bring the good news to all. Innovation and allowing God to lead people in, in, the, in the, where the Spirit is leading may result in new style of pioneering work. Hence the importance of doing things prayerfully. It was encouraging to read in your recent uh, magazine, The Call, the emphasis on prayer in the ministry of CMS. This is important. And it was also encouraging to read all the many new things that are happening across the globe. Mission partners who are doing encouraging and tremendous uh, you know, things across the globe. Just I want to refer to a few. I read of you know, mission partner Stephen Paulson developing a mentoring program for vulnerable youth in gang culture areas of Honduras. And also read of Francisca's work uh, facilitating the introduction development and teaching of palliative care in the DRC, the work of mission associate Simon Gilbo in Burundi, developing leaders and through them seeing communities transformed through Jesus Christ. I'm personally grateful also to the work of uh, engineer Gary Iron, who worked in Kaju Keji where I was bishop and in many parts of South Sudan, Uganda and the region, giving technical support in construction of churches, schools, hospitals and other church buildings. One of the encouraging stories I also read was the ministry of Joseph and Rachel Karanja in Kenya, who rescued 256 people following the post-election violence in Kenya in 2007-2008 and took care of their needs. Something interesting there was the partnership that CMS had with the Karanjas. Again, an indication of an innovative way of doing mission and to see one of the things that she did in involving the building of biogas units and training people to convert cow dung into clean gas for their cooking stoves with, with a byproduct of rich organic fertilizer. Now, cow dung, which is considered a waste, became a new useful, a useful product. Again, a way of pioneering change and encouraging entrepreneurship 
is one of her latest development and seeing a new thing of mushroom cultivation. This is encouraging and this is the kind of thing that should be, should be happening. I want to encourage CMS to continue innovating and pioneering, working together in partnership. At CMS, you often have guidelines when mission partners are going out. Are you allowing them to work alongside their partners and being led by God? Are you sending them or are the partners coming in and being seen as the experts? Or are they being seen as equal partners, co-workers in the Holy Spirit and collaborating with the local partners? There should be not, there should not be a, simply a patron in a beneficial relationship. We need to, all of us, to be mission partners where we can listen, where we can learn, where we can share and fellowship with the local church partners and the local community, whether it is in Hull, whether it is in Hyderabad. Mission needs to be led, locally led, but in respectful partnership and pioneering. This is important because this is how we can bring the needed transformation across the globe. And partnership means relationships and working alongside each other. It means interdependence in all aspects, not only on financial matters. It also means that CMS works with other partner organizations on the ground and learn from them. It's not about building empires. The work is the Lord's and not about empires. The innovative nature of CMS is seen in the way CMS Africa was established to take a fresh and innovative approach to mission. The new CMS entities, CMS Africa, CMS Asia, and it's good to have the leaders of the two mission agents, mission partner organizations here. This is encouraging. The support for local-led mission is vital wherever it is. And while there's a need to send mission partners, this needs to be linked by, to those who take mission seriously in their own localities. It's good to see Mezo Moses here. It's also good I met Chan for the first time today. And this is really important that something like this has been done. I do hope also that there will also be a CMS entity in Latin America one day which will enable more mission, mission across and from that particular continent. The question is, how can Christians in the West learn from their brothers and sisters in the global south? When I was at Assistant Bishop in Kaju Keji, one of our visitors said that because of his regular visits to Kaju Keji, his prayer life changed as he noticed that Christians there prayed for everything from their cup of tea, travel, sickness, rain, and that enhanced his own prayer life. What can Christians in the West learn from their brothers and sisters from the global south living amongst them? Europe and the UK once comprising a significant percentage of Christians, is now much less and now needs help to develop an effective Christian witness into the future. We cannot cling to the past and hope that people will come to the church because they have shown that they will not generally come anymore with, with significant declining overall membership. This may at times be discouraging. However, it's also a time, an opportunity to learn again 
what it means to follow Christ in our own multicultural setting and to enable the church to go to the people. CMS, you have been developing pioneer training programs to enable and facilitate people to engage more effectively in the UK context. On the train from London, I was reading in the latest um, uh, call magazine, things that you are doing in partnership for Mission Missional Church, PMC, very, very encouraging. This is something that is really good to read and it's encouraging to see Christians in churches undertaking mission in the local context. This is important to encourage. The other important thing to mention is that many people are of different faiths and cultures and nations have migrated into Europe, including many Christians. So for the Western Church, so long used to sending people to other parts of the world, now they, also, they also need to learn how to receive a mission. How can we or how can you better receive the gift of the world church already present here? How can you share together in mission in new ways? CMS, your mission is to bring change and innovation and a fresh sense of partnership that is relevant to such a time as this. For you to be a change agent, you must have been a change agent. I've already said something on prayer, but I want to reiterate what I said earlier. Whatever innovation or strategies you do, even in partnership, will be worthless without prayer. This is God's work. We must always be his vessels. We must always depend on him. It is God's mission. We are co-workers in God's mission as we undertake God's mission. In fact, God's commission or God's co-mission means working with him. The emphasis that CMS has placed in training others is important. I've often liked this phrase, invest in people. Such an investment is life, a lifelong. It means that in places where people are displaced by war, floods, and other calamities, the investment of training has been, has been given, the investment, in, in tra the investment or training that has been given will go a long way. This does not mean that we should ignore other physical investments. Investing in people is an expensive venture, no doubt about it, difficult to raise funds for, as the outcome is often difficult to quantify. It is important that we support the Ministry of CMS, knowing that training or investment is in people is long-term. Alistair, God has called you to serve in CMS. Let us pray for the investment of God's Holy Spirit, for him to lead CMS into new pioneering partnerships around the world. This is the calling that God has called CMS, God that CMS received in 1799. It is to this continued mission that Alistair is being commissioned to lead CMS. This is also the same calling that each one of us has received as those who are called by God. As long as you have experienced the good news of Jesus Christ and his goodness, you are called upon to be his witness. Your witness is by action, going, doing, being, and supporting. But also in words, preaching, sharing, and praying.
And as you do this, we need to be led by the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.